personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leaf, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. On this segment, we're going to be talking about how laws need to have mechanisms that make sense. New York State just passed a new law about mediating when a business does not allow someone with Crohn's or colitis to use their bathroom. How are you going to mediate a toilet dispute? This segment has been brought to you by Liebat Law PC. I gotta go poopy. Oh my goodness. No, like, like there's this law, Lauren, about poopy. And uh, in New York State, we have a law. It's um, in the general business law. It's in Article 28F. And it's, it's no joke, actually. Like, it's for people that have uh, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and the other IBF, um, IBS syndromes. And it's this, this law that says it's been around, I think, for, I don't know, a year or two. And what it says is that if you go to a business, whether it's an office, a strip center, a mall, and you know how you go in and you go, I got to go poopy. I don't think people say that. I say that. And I, I, <laughs> I go. They say I have to go to the bathroom or can I please use your restroom or. No, poopy. Can you point me to the direction of the. When you got to go duty, you just, you say it. And so you say, can I use your bathroom? And they say it's employee only. And what this law says is that they have to let, they have to let you use their employee only bathroom. And these geniuses in the legislature. First of all, create this law, which I think is a very good idea. Like, why would you say that someone has colitis, someone has uh, intestinal bowel syndrome? Why would you say that they can't use a bathroom? I don't understand why they they always tell you it's out of order, too. It's such nonsense. And so, you know, our show is about how current events affect business and real estate. And we want the businesses to know that if someone comes there and they say to you, you have to let me use the bathroom. But these geniuses in our legislature, they just passed a law last week that says that here's the remedy. Here's what you do if the business says you can't use the bathroom. Because first they passed a law and said, you got to let me use the bathroom. And it had no penalty provision. You see, a law that says, a law that you got to do something, but there's no penalty for not doing it really doesn't have any incentivization. And so my colleague, Mord Yankovic, I have him on the line. Hey, Mord. Hey, thanks for bringing me on for the poopy segment. Well, well, it is poopy because they made a duty law. And so here's why we're having you on right now. I actually emailed all the five co-sponsors. There was five co-sponsors of this bill because there was a new law. What is it? Um, General Business Law 494. And this new Correct. law. Yeah. And they just passed it. And it's under what's called um, uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Fairness Act. And they passed a new law. And Morty, tell us what this new law does. Because I emailed, I emailed five of the assemblymen that co-sponsored the bill. One of them writes me back that they're busy. Another one asked me questions. I'm going to tell you what I responded to Will the you person. you email them to come on the show? Yeah, I want to understand because it's the most insane. So, like, more to you. Yeah, so basically what the, uh, what the law says is it attempts to uh, provide a remedy for, um, for people who have their rights violated under this uh, Crohn's uh, and Colitis Fairness Act. And basically what it says is that you can file a complaint with the Consumer Protection Agency Division, and they will mediate the dispute. 
Well, let's start there. So first, I write to this this person. I was um, uh, assembly member Godfried wrote me back. And they wanted to know more about my questions. And Assembly Member Godfried, I guess, didn't want to come on the place, but on our show. But I wanted to know this. I wrote, "My interest in the legislation for the show is mainly threefold. How is the complaint that someone is being denied a toilet supposed to happen in practice?" That was my first question because you said they can go to the Consumer Protection Division, but like, how does one even do that? Yeah, the Consumer Protection Division has a phone number eight hundred six nine seven one two two zero, but like, is is that going to like have like? Well, here's what I'm trying to understand. Paint this picture. Somebody needs to go to the bathroom. The if the store says, I'm sorry that you can't. Well, let's walk it out. Ready? Lauren, come to my okay. store. Hi. 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 Can I use the facilities, please? Like the coat rack facilities? <laughs> okay. Can I use the bathroom? So she's She really wants to say, Jean, <laughs> why are you all like, like the way she's sitting, I think she has to go bad. Um, so, oh no, seriously. All right. We Stop have- squirming. Okay. She's dancing like our kid right now. So, I, so this law says, Morty, that I have to say yes. Right? Well... She actually has to, prov- and I don't know how this happens either, but she has to provide you with reasonable proof that she has one of these conditions. Oh, they probably have like cards in their wallet. Well, what is reasonable proof? Does she have to like show me her duty? Like a badge. Yeah, no, there's a medical card. I'm sure there's a medical so card. So there's a medical card? Like if you have Crohn's disease? I don't disease? know. I'm not sure, but well, I'm guessing. You you had some stomach problems for years. Not like that. Yes, but like, did you, they ever say, hey, Lauren, after this, after this doctor's appointment, we're going to give you your very own colitis card? No, because I don't have that, but okay. I know people that do have it, and it is serious, and we shouldn't, you know, mock it. No, I'm not mocking colitis or Crohn's. I'm mocking whether there's actually a card, because I imagine you don't have a driver's license. Like, imagine you get pulled over from the cops, and you're like, oh, let me flip through. That's my colitis card. I meant to give you my PBI. Okay, so if anybody knows this answer, go to at Listen to Lieb on Facebook or on Twitter, and let us know if there's an actual card. So let's assume there is no card. What it says is that, Morty, what do they have to give you? Reasonable what? I believe it's reasonable evidence that they have one of these conditions. So let's start off with this. If there is no card and you're an employer, because, Morty, you're an employment lawyer, and so you get this question, I'm sure. People are saying to you, they're saying, hey, it's an employee-only bathroom, and our policy, it says, is for employees only, and you have in your policy manual, someone comes in, they go, I got to go poopy, as Lauren said. What would you say? I got to go to the facilities. facilities, Yeah, she's so ladylike. And so they they come up to you, right, and they say, what is the staff member? What is the clerk? What is the guy at Target supposed to say? That's what I want to understand. I guess Target has bathrooms for the uh, for the public but let's imagine it's just in your rinky dinky 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 shop on main street what are they supposed to say right well look like you said if there's no public restroom available and they have one of these uh conditions then yeah you have to let them use the employee restroom in terms of evidence I mean, <laughs> and first of all, so what, no employ, employers never ask me for advice on this. No, but let's but assume, they, Morty, yeah. let's assume that there is no colitis card. If there is, we imagine if they got the colitis card, they'd have to accept it. Are we now telling people that absent either a colitis card or a letter from a medical professional that details the sum and substance of their need, whether it's a script, a letter on letterhead, you don't think that an employer needs to give a ba- bathroom access? Like, what is evidence? Evidence isn't your word. Yeah. Based on the language here, no. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, think that just saying you have one of these 
um, conditions would meet the requirements of the law. All right. So let's assume though, somehow they have a card with them or they have a script or something like that. And while they're trying to fumble for their script in their purse or otherwise, they might've made in their pants already. <laughs> because like when you got to go, Lauren, like when, no, but like, think about it. Like I get it when it's a kid, but when you're an adult and you're in a place and you like these places are nasty. Are you thinking I want to use the bathroom there? No, you go to the bathroom at the what last. It's a lovely place. No, but seriously, you okay. go to the bathroom at the last possible minute when you're at one right. of these stores. Right. It's this not. Is, this is when. This is when time is of the essence. Yeah, like it's not like I'm like, ooh, I'm shopping. Let me just go use the bathroom. No, it's like I was like, I'd rather go home because you got to remember again, this isn't a PP that we're talking about. That's because it's a IBS type of thing. It's a stomach thing. So if you were going to go to that, you'd much rather use your own toilet. Can we all just agree with that one? So if you're going 100%. to ask, you're in need. Do we agree with that? So now they, you ask, I go, sir, can I use your bathroom? I say it to Morty and Morty says back, I need reasonable proof. I'm like, what in the world is that? I don't have a card. I don't, I'm fumbling through my purse or my man purse, you know, and I finally find, I give it to him. Morty, you say, no, we're not letting you use the bathroom. Is there any penalty whatsoever in this law? No, other than the, uh, the new section that was just passed that allows you to call for a mediator. And you're allowed to call them for a mediator, and they actually have a form too, which I thought was kind of interesting. And the form isn't, just so we're clear, specific to this colitis issue. It's just a form for consumer protection. So who knows if they'll even read that form. As I mentioned, I emailed earlier this week, I emailed five assembly people who all co-sponsored the bill. The one that responded wrote, I didn't write the bill, so I don't understand why you're asking me questions. I'm like, you sponsored it. But let's forget about that. Three of them didn't even respond to me. So they wrote a bill that explains how the Consumer Protection Bureau or unit or whatever they call it, Consumer Protection Division, I'm sorry, has to, uh, to field these calls. And the people who wrote it don't even field the calls to ask questions about fielding the calls. Can we just talk about mediating this issue? I mean, really? Is this a recurring? So, but let's assume, let's assume mediation's great for a second. I just want to go with that. And I get where you're going, but let's assume mediation's great. When is this mediation going to happen? While I'm going duty in my pants? Like, <laughs> you're yeah. supposed to contact them afterwards for future mediation uses. Maybe it's a place that you pass frequently. Like, what if it's on your way to work? No, but like this one time, let's just assume I'm driving somewhere, I'm going to a closing, I'm going to a court case, I'm going to my friend's house to watch the baseball game, I'm doing something. I stop at a store and I'm, I'm like, oh shoot, I got to buy something. And then I have my attack, my, my intestinal bowel syndrome attack, and I go, I need to use the potty, or as you said it, the facilities. And then so I go there and they say, I need reasonable proof, and I give them reasonable proof. Let's just assume that for a second. And let's assume for some reason that the people that answer the form answer the form, unlike the people who co-sponsored the bill who didn't respond to my radio show. And let's assume that they, they have- Ooh, We should have filled it out as if we were- Well, here's my next question. Or maybe there's someone that's sitting there on a phone on high alert. How quickly, I just want to understand, are they have patrol cars driving down <laughs> the block? full-time job of somebody answering- Imagine that was your job, Lauren. Like- I, I'm the poopy police. I'm the, excuse me. I go, I go, excuse me, sir. Yeah. I am with the poopy department. I have come to mediate the dispute. Lord, Morty, Morty, does it say that you're allowed injunctive relief in there? Meaning like, while we're mediating, can I allow them to use the toilet? Or are they not allowed to use the, the toilet in the term, the, the time period, the whole entire time the mediation's going on? Yeah, I know. It doesn't say anything about injunctive relief. So Lauren wants to know, and I cut her off. 
And I've learned um, from Kamala that Lauren's talking. So Lauren's talking. Well, first off, can we call it the Lou? Sounds right. a little more appropriate. So Lauren, what was your question? You want to know about what mediation is? Well, I can imagine mediation in my head. Like if you are a, a divorcing couple and you don't want to have a nasty Notice divorce. what she imagines. Like we're, we're married and she brings up, <laughs> if I can imagine mediation, imagine we were divorcing. Sorry, I'm thinking of the war, the roses or not even that, like something amicable, like so Morty, why don't you break down what mediation is as opposed to, let's say, something like arbitration, which is different types yeah. of alternative dispute resolution, so people can even envision Lauren's War of the Roses or getting all my money. Sure. And yes, Lauren, it does happen often in a, uh, in a divorce setting. But mediation in general is you normally would sit down with a, someone who's neutral um, and There's you would try a and resolve. neutral poopy person. I'm just trying to understand. How do you become neutral about poopy though? Like I feel like people are really in favor of it. Usually you would choose someone that has, you know, some form of expertise in this area of the law. No, but like, let's imagine that someone comes in, they set the groundwork because they have to tell you they're not on either side. I'm not for or against your bowel movement. (laughs) I'm an an independent party. But I, I want you to know I have years of experience with bowel movements. I could do this, Lauren. They always want to know about experience. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know when you go to a mediator's uh, website and it says what areas of, uh, of mediation they, uh, they practice? I, I'm interested now if I go on any of these websites if it says that they, uh, they practice poopy mediation. Dude, we should revamp the Libet Law website and forgetting the fact that we do employment law and real estate law and forgetting the fact that we're huge in disability and dealing with all sorts of discrimination. Forgetting that. We should just write, Poopy mediators. Mm, defecation mediation. Defecation mediation. I like that. Right. So anyway, so we maybe, go to the mediation. Maybe there's a certain maybe there's a certification we can get. Ooh, we, we should, should give, give the certification. certification. <laughs> All right. We you sit in that toilet. <laughs> so yeah. I wonder, you know, when no, the government yeah. when the government does these mediations though, Lauren, you're joking, but like with divorce mediators, they all have to be certified by the courts. And since this is yeah. gonna be done from the consumer pr- protection division. I, I want to know. I want to go to a train the mediator section. Maybe we should e- ask them again. And you know how we asked the different co-sponsors. Maybe we should email on the form, like Lauren said, and we should go to the consumer protection division and ask them if we can have like a train the trainer where we can become a mediator, a poopy certified mediator. I think you're going somewhere. So anyway, Morty, let's go back to the mediation. Tell us what it is. So a, uh, a mediation, is, as I said before, is when you try and resolve a dispute without court intervention. Usually you would get you know, a neutral um, third party, and you'll, usually you meet together in the beginning to go over each party's position, and then the mediator will often caucus, meaning they'll meet with each party individually to see if, 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 a, uh, if an amicable resolution can be reached. Do they give latrines during these? <laughs> No, but like when I'm caucusing, I just want to know what I got while I'm on my own. So here's the question though. This plays out. No, but we're going to do that in a second. Okay. But what happens if the restaurant tour that I wanted to go use, because it's one of these Chinese restaurants. I don't know if you're envisioning what's happening, but you know, the take Chinese takeaway. Yeah. Okay. You, where they never have a bathroom. That's what I'm envisioning. So they only have the employee bathroom. Like I've often been waiting for my egg rolls to fry up and needed to go to the bathroom. You, you've never had this before. So when you order the Chinese food, if you order too close to when you get there, you wait there for a while. And I sometimes I understand where these people are coming from. And they say it's only an employee-only bathroom. 
And so I say, I'm calling the bat phone from the Consumer Protection Division. I'm not leaving here until they come. First of all, as we've all established, I first need my card or I need to have a letter. And let's assume I have all that stuff. I'm guessing this Consumer Protection Division is not having someone posted on my corner to come help me. But then they help me. And then we have this mediation. Let's assume that I disagree with the Chinese takeaway restaurant, Morty. Is someone going to make a decision that says they're wrong? No. What do you mean? Like no. Before, this is this is a a, a a mediation. There's no decision made. It's a it's an opportunity for the parties to be able to sit together and try and resolve the dispute amicably. So, in plain English, a mediation is just parties negotiating with a neutral intermediary that's trying to help them negotiate a resolution. Correct, and I don't see how something's going to be resolved if there's no potential threat of any litigation. Go to bathroom, or you don't go to well, bathroom. Well, how here's the question: medi- How do you mediate that? Well, maybe what they can tell every me is like, Wednesday? no, I, you're wrong. Lawrence saying only every other Wednesday. I think what they're going to tell me is I have to hover and I can't sit on the seat. It's all about the squat no, because that makes it dirtier. When I when I hover, it's better. No. Oh, th- why would it be dirty if I was hovering? Then you miss the toilet. Oh, you don't have good everywhere. aim when you make. Okay. I have we really all good know, aim. Any woman knows that if she goes to a public bathroom, she has to spend at least four minutes wiping the situation off before you even decide to. You go. touch other people's situation? I, it's just. A, just stand. You know what's good, though, is that in today's era of coronavirus, you are equipped with all the different sanitary stuff because you have, you have all your hand sanitizer so you can clean up the whole thing when you go. So, anyway, here's the question, Morty. So this new law, this groundbreaking law, this thing in the middle of the pandemic that we needed to be able to solve in the election, we got the election, we got the pandemic. (laughs) And to solve the needs of our society, what you're telling me here today is that the six, no, five legislators in the New York State Assembly, I just want to make sure, five of them, and by the way, three of them who wouldn't even comment, one who would comment and one who said they're unavailable, they thought it was imperative that they announced that there was now going to be the Consumer Protection Division who will mediate disputes between businesses and people that have Crohn's or colitis or something like that, like IBS, that are denied the right to a bathroom. And this is what's imperative to them. And by the way, there is no penalty provision. So what would happen, just so we're clear, if the Consumer Protection Division contacted your client, the Chinese restaurant who you represent, and your client called you up and said, we were contacted for the Consumer Protection Division, that's what they said, about mediating a toilet dispute. Would you tell them to go to the mediation of the toilet dispute? Or would you just tell them, no, go make more egg rolls. What are the penalties if they don't go? If, if, yeah, if there's so, Lauren, to, to your question, it does say in the new law that um, they can refer the complaint to the Consumer Protection Division and can refer the complaint to the appropriate unit of the department or the federal, state, or other agency authorized by law for appropriate action on such complaints. Is there such another, like, is there a federal poopy police? Do I need to get the Trump on? I am not aware of any any such agency. I feel like Trump would take this up because this is a big thing. The people are speaking, Donald, the people are speaking because maybe Donald needs, you know, he did Space Force. I don't know if everyone saw this, but he created the Space Force. Why not the poopy police? Like, if you could do the Space Force, I think that there's different branches. Like, we have the FBI, we have the CIA, right? Why don't we add the poopy police? And they could be going around to businesses and saying, we've been referred from the New York State Division of Consumer Protection to come and mediate a dispute because we have elevated this from a state issue to a federal issue, your duty. 
Am I missing something? I mean, this is what tax dollars. This is where your tax dollars go. Uh So I just want to point that out. And just to shift the topics, because we've went at this at nauseam, and I think you get the idea. The idea of this thing is that really, and this is the whole conversation, please only let people that litigate these issues write laws. Please, government. Please, oh, please. Like, I was on the phone with a client earlier today, Morty, and we were talking about um, when the car dealer becomes the judge in the local court. And we were discussing that people have these great intentions. And, you know, the elections are coming up, right, Morty? The elections are coming up. When, when is it coming up? What do we have? 20 something days, something? It's, November 3rd. It's like, November no, but like, what? It's like uh, very less than three weeks or something. But like, we have, it's coming up. And, People are like really gung-ho about their positions one way or the other. And they're saying, I want this side and I want that side. And it's become very tribal where your team gets something on the news and you brag about it on Facebook for on and on and on versus the other team. And everyone's like into them being right and the other side being wrong. I'm seeing this as a very fighting thing. And I'm watching people being so animated and so angry. But you know what I learned? Don't question the intentions of your political adversary. Question their policies to get there. So I want you to know, I think all five of the people that co-sponsored this bill had great intentions. Morty, can you agree that someone that has colitis, Crohn's disease, or IBS, do you agree with me that they should be able to use the bathroom? Yes. Morty, I mean, Lauren, do you also agree they should be able to use the toilet? Absolutely. The facility, as you'd say. But the problem, the problem isn't that we all agree with it. The problem is that they wrote a dumb law. It's not the idea. We keep saying, uh, Republicans say, Morty, you know what Republicans say as a platform? They go, we want less regulations. That's true, right? Right. Democrats say, we want and more they want, regulations. And, they, and, they, want to get, and we, they want to get rid of the ones that we have. Which is less regulations. But what we say yeah. as a law firm is we want clarity of the regulations. Whether they're more or less, as long as they make sense, that's what matters. We don't care if there's more or less. We care if they make sense. Passing a law that doesn't tell you how you're going to show reasonable proof, passing a law that has no instant result for something that you instantly have to go duty, passing a law that has no penalty, it doesn't even say, I wrote this to the assembly person, why doesn't it say that this is a presumption of a violation of the New York State human rights law and an act of discrimination under our state's laws. Had they wrote that, there'd be something there. There'd be something worth mediating. So I guess what everyone needs to stop doing, and Morty, Lauren, maybe you can help me with this, is stop saying my policy is right and their policy is wrong. Why don't we say my policy makes sense and their policy doesn't make sense? Isn't that an important thing? Like I could vote for something that I disagree with as long as it has a mechanism, a a way that it could be effectuated. But when you create a law, I just want to point back to this law. And this is not an anomaly at our law firm, Lauren. We read every, I read the New York State Register every week. It comes out on Wednesday. That's every new regulation. I go on Bill Lookup on the Senate page and I look up every single law that's passed. We watch the Federal Register. We watch watch federal laws. It's not that we're for or against laws. We're for or against laws that make sense, that have a mechanism for enforcement that actually could be useful. When you cloud the books with laws that have no enforcement mechanism, you're wasting your time as the election comes up, not just the federal with Trump and Biden, but I want you to look down the ticket lines and I want you to say, when I listen to that person speak, do their policies have mechanisms that make sense? 
Because only then can we have a better society. This has been the Liebcast. Have a great week. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.